Hey guys, welcome to the show. You're listening to the Bella Italy podcast. Certe volte servirebbero due cuori in petto, servirebbe molto più rispetto. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Brian, and with me today in the virtual studio, once again, Anthony, and we are your Bella podcast team. This is a free resource that we do for you. Free information, inspiration, hopefully, for your next trip to Italy. And we are an extension of the Italy with Bella company. So feel free to check us out online anytime at italywithbella.com. Sign up for your free consultation with Italy experts Anthony and his wife, Denise. Now let's dive into our content. All right, now it's rolling. Hit it. Hey, Brian. It's great to see you. Look forward to seeing you next week in Sicily. Uh, but it's been a crazy week, as you know, when you try to travel and try to get work accomplished uh, before you head out. Still crazy season for Italy and travel. So about, mm. I don't know, about 4.30 yesterday, my son's like, hey, you got cooking class with me. I'm like his sous chef. So I show up and it's great because we're able to go out and I'm able to go to his house and meet with like, you know, eight to 10 people in a cooking class that he has. And have Wait, great conversation. Expi- explain a little bit. We're talking Italian food, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Let me go back. So my son um, was trained uh, by a, a, a couple of friends in Tuscany, and we have no f- really good Italian food in the Franklin Williamson County area. And so we have tried he decided, them all. <laughs> we tried them all, and they all failed. So I had to go to my mother's. So that, that being said, so that being said, my son um, replicated what my friend does in Tuscany, and it's been a huge success. Everyone loves it, and the food is amazing. Um, so I go there because I get to meet people that are excited about Italian food, but usually means they're excited about Italy. Sure. So last night we had uh, a bunch of people there that uh, we just had great conversation, you know, wine helps. And um, and it was just something interesting. It's like, hey, we've been to Italy. One went to school in Florence for a couple of months in exchange. And uh, they're like, so tell us about the company. And I'm like, well, I'll give you an example. Next, next, next week, Brian and my, myself and the rest of the team. We're going to be running around Sicily and running around Ischia, and we're going to check out, you know, the, the restaurants. We're going to check out, you know, the hotels. Brian will stay in a five star. I'll stay in a Airbnb. My niece it's will stay in a. It's usually not three- like that. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Hold on. It's usually Brian gets the little rinky dink. I didn't think he'd catch that. Um, so <laughs> and Anthony shows up the next morning, well rested, and Brian's Anthony, been sleeping on a cot in the corner. <laughs> Anthony takes a rickshaw. Brian gets car service. Um, so then, it's <laughs> not true. No, that's not true. So basically, we check everything out. Where to park? Should we park in that garage? Should we? You know, that apartment we're in is great, but is in the right location. How are they going to get from A to B? Where are they going to go all the logistics. for lunch? What about yeah. aperitivo? Yes. We got to go live the bars. experience before. Live the experience, yes. And so Brian's going to do a fo- maybe a food walking tour. My wife and I might do a history tour. So they were like, wow. He goes, you know, I've done it a couple of ways. I've tried to build my own trip. And you got to tell you, now that I have kids, it's really difficult. <laughs> it's it takes a lot, a of, lot of time. Yeah. And I know Italy's busy now. What time to go? And it's just a lot of work. But I don't want to go to the travel agent, you know, that I just, you know, just booked. Actually, we're going on a cruise after Christmas. 
And now I'm hearing you. I wish I was going to Italy with my kids and not going on the cruise, but it was easy. I just booked the cruise and I was done with, you know, what you're doing is exactly what we want. We want a real experience. And it was just a eye opener. Like, Oh, can I have your card? We're going to call you. We're going to call you. Um, but it's, you know, it's like I said before, it's, it's great because it was around food and Italian food and the whole experience and then talking about Italy and why we're different. And even these podcasts, I think people notice that they listen to it and they're like, oh, uh, you know, this is this is something, you know, that adds to the value of what they already plan to. Right. So we get right. a lot of people listen to podcasts. They've already planned the trip and then they get nuggets. We had a customer the other night. They listened to us religiously and she's like. Hey, I love this plan, but Anthony and Brian were talking about Southern Tuscany and Umbria. Could you add a day or two there? I'm like, sure, you know. So, um, so, so we listen love to that. the podcast first, <laughs> first and then build your us. trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, we don't mind that, but it's uh, we love we love that people are listening. Yeah. But it was just we we know um, that customers who have already been or customers are thinking of going. There's a value there of having Italians, having locals, having us there going through the pains a lot of people think like i think we're doing like eight hotels and eight nights right right we're like jumping from city to city it's not like we're living the the glorious life um you know sitting at spas and you know ask and giving thumbs up to the masseuses and saying yes they can use this masseuse (laughs) i recommend this masseuse (laughs) i recommend this (laughs) it's a a lot of legwork and you know we we don't get to you know, sit and stop for two or three days. Like we recommend that our, our clients do most of the time, you know, we're having to pack up the next morning and leave. Cause we, we did the experience. We, we ate where we wanted to, we checked out certain services, tours. We met with cooking, you know, class leaders, chefs, all that kind of thing. Um, and you know, having tasted and approved now that we know what to look for, we know the kind of relationships that we're trying to build. Um, and, you know, it just, you know, a little peek, as they say in Italian, dietro le quinte, which is mm. behind the curtain. Yes. A little peek behind the curtain is, you know, there's no kickbacks. We, we make these relationships and we tell them we don't want something extra. We, you know, we want a, a good price, but we want the best experience for our clients. That's what we want. That's what we get out of it is we get an excellent experience for our client. So just not to tell another story, I'm sorry, had a customer call last week. He goes, listen, I've I been trying to get a travel agent on the phone and they're not answering the phone. That's how busy Italy is yeah. or just busy. And he's like, I want to meet you face to face. So I go meet him at uh, a Starbucks. And uh, he's like, here's the plan my travel agent gave to me. So I look at it. He goes, I'm going for the Ryder Cup because the Ryder Cup is at the end of September. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I look at it. And I'm like, has she been? Has this? Has your, has your travel agent been in Italy? She goes, no, but she uses this package a lot. So, and it's a Rome package. <laughs> so I look at the. I'm look. I said, let me let me pull up a map. She gives them a, at the hotel. No word of a lie. The Vatican. We don't put anyone near the Vatican, by the way. Mm. The Vatican's here, and they're above the Vatican. Mm. I said, let's okay. do a map. You want to walk to the Navona? Let's say you want to walk to the Piazza Navona. It was 40, 48 minutes to walk. I said. You can't, and, and you're in tourist. And he's like, "This is this is what I'm telling you. I know exact. We know exactly where to put you. You know, they don't where, know do, the where do you want to be? No, they just know. Hey, the hotel's a good price. I got a good commission on it. Right. And right. it says Rome City Center, which which it wasn't. Uh, so it was you know, it was one of those eye openers for him, and it kind of tells him, Hey, all right, I'm. I feel comfortable now, and I, I could trust someone that really knows the ins and outs. So that's yeah. what we do, you know. And we've been at the bad hotels, you know. We've been at the bad restaurants too. Don't think it's all like once again glorious. Go ahead. 
Right. No. And, and, you know, that's, that's exactly what we're saying. You've, you've either got in, in much of the travel industry today, the way that it is now, you've either got the, the completely cookie cutter package deals, or you've got people that know the ins and outs, but they, they made deals with friends and there's mm-hmm. a little kickback, something, something coming around. And it doesn't matter if it's a good experience for the client. Doesn't matter if the food's terrible doesn't matter if the tour sucks that's where they're going to push people because that's where the money is and mm-hmm. and what we try to do is uh, something completely different <laughs> than, than any of that um, yes. and and what we're wrestling with now yeah I mean we, we were just talking about this on our team meeting the other day again we're sorry guys we're, we're taking a little bit of a peek behind the curtains here because you know so showing you how the sausage is made because this is <laughs> this is what we do in the Italian food uh, and restaurant biz but no um little uh the office uh episode yes. uh, reference there but anyway we have about um, 10 or we have 10 or 10 office references so for our younger mr. generation what the heck are they talking about <laughs> mr Gotti. all right so anyway uh, uh all, all of that to say um we're we're wrestling now with italy being so busy and so a lot of the default for a lot of these big companies and you know travel agencies is going to be pushed to the you know the big tours and the big packages that have worked well because they can accommodate heavy traffic and and so with with Italy becoming uh, a little bit inundated now after covid with so many tourists um this is this is part of the problem how are you going to have a unique experience how are you going to enjoy it how is it not going to be too hot too cold or you know too crowded wherever you go, how are you going to get into the Vatican if you're not standing in line before 7 a.m. nowadays? I mean, there's Mm -hmm. all of these unique little problems that are cropping up and people are finding it frustrating to get into Italy. And and I'm not trying to deter anybody from doing it on your own. Knock yourself out. Um, But if you're the kind of client that listens to this podcast and you want that unique experience without all the hassle, that's why you go to Italy with Bella. And that's why you listen to a podcast like this, I imagine. Yeah, I, and I, and one more point. I know we're going to get on to our last part of Sicily. We had a partner of ours. I think I let you listen to it. He calls us from Sorrento on the Amalfi Coast. He's like, Anthony, um, why, why are you killing? Are you trying it to in, kill me? <laughs> are you trying out? But October and November, not November, yeah. but the end of October. He goes, mm-hmm. where is all this business coming from in October? We usually are quieter. Yeah, I'm like, well, what happens is we have customers that call us. And they will take our input. We want input. They want to go to Amalfi Coast in July, first two weeks of September. I'm like, well, listen, we know the Amalfi Coast. We know the availability. It's too busy for you. Can you go in October? So we're pushing them into October because it's still beautiful. So they can go on the water. It's getting quieter. Mm-hmm. So our our biggest month this year is October because all the customers are taking faith and trust in us because we know what we're doing. And we're moving them out of July. We're moving them out of June and August and even mm-hmm. into October now, even out of September. But that's mm-hmm. something travel agents won't do. You'll call a travel agent. They'll say, hey, our week off is this July 18th to the 27th. Could you? Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. They're not looking at what's available. Yeah. They're not looking at, they, you know. There's no follow up so. afterward. How was your experience no. <laughs> either? They don't care. They've got cash in hand. And mm-hmm. once they've sold you that package deal, 
they've passed it on to A, B, C, and D down the road. They've got their money. They're on to the next client. That is not the kind of experience that I would want to have if I were no. interested in, in, I mean, I live in Italy, but if I were interested in coming here as a tourist, uh, you know, that's not the experience that I would want. And that's, you know, and I've, you know, traveling to other countries, that's not what I look for. That's not the kind of experience that I want. So... That is why we go through everything that we go through. That's why you're coming over uh, back mm-hmm. to, you know, to segue into our content for today after 10 minutes. Where are we here. going? I forgot where we're going. Where am I going? <laughs> well, you're, you're coming down here to Sicily. I know you're going to be in Rome. You're going to hit Sicily, yeah. go back up to uh, into Naples and over to Ischia, and then you'll be back out. But And then we'll see each other again in September. I think we'll be up in the north of Italy uh, for that time. But yeah, I mean, this is why we do, we're spending a, a you know, a, a several days, days and days down here in the south in order to take this road trip to experience some tours, some cooking classes, some uh, just some really fun stuff. And and so as we've been making our way around the island, this has been helping us to kind of ideate a little bit of what we would like to do when you guys are in mm-hmm. town. And so uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, it's, <laughs> this is who we are. We're just kind of Italy nerds and we just kind <laughs> of, you know, chit chat about things that we love and we're passionate about. I've never heard anyone call me a nerd, but that's, that's different. <laughs> you're an Italy nerd. I'd give you that. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, uh, and you know, so here, here we are, we're, we're making our way around Sicily. And so this is the third installment of a little mini series. And the first two episodes, uh, we started off near where I live over on the eastern coast of Sicily, the island of Sicily, uh, right under the angry volcano Etna. Uh, she's, she's angry. She's a smoker. Uh, she, she's, she's so got fire. She's red hot though, mouth. man. She is red, red hot, hot. <laughs> especially in the summer right now. She's got a nice shawl, a blanket of snow on her. So she's kind of calmed down a little bit, but yeah, usually she's a little fiery and, uh, we made our way up the coast to this, this little jut of land that reaches out towards the tip of the boot to Italy. That's Messina made our way, uh, westward across the top. We talked about Milazzo. We talked about Cefalu, one of my favorite towns in Sicily. And we went through Palermo. We came around the Western side. Uh, there's Erice, Trapani, uh, Marsala. Uh, we didn't even talk about like the salt fields in mm. Marsala. Uh, there's some, there's so much fun and culture and things to do. And, and, we actually skipped over several great, uh, we talked about the Norman, uh, mosaics there and some of the Norman architecture, the Arab influence there, but we didn't talk about the Greek culture that it actually exists also on that side of the Island, really, really old settlements, five, six, 700 years before Christ, uh, great temples over there to visit, Segesta, Saloniti, all of these uh, uh, on that western side. But now we're coming down this southern coast into some of my favorite areas uh, to visit here in Sicily. And so we're going to pick up today with Agrigento, and we're going to talk about the uh, the unique, um, I'm, I'm trying not to do a tongue twister here, UNESCO 
world heritage sites that are in this part of Sicily. Absolutely stunning. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the food, the culture, but what I'd like to start out with is some of the things that we've got planned, even for mm-hmm. us to experience when you guys come to town. Um, I don't think we were able to get there on your last trip. I know you've been several times, but on the last yeah. trip, I don't think we got down this far south, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think the last time we were there, uh, we had to m- make a decision. You know, so I think we went up to maybe we went to Taromina or yeah. um, maybe down to Syracuse. I can't remember, but um, yeah, so we didn't get a chance, and that was the one place you wanted to take us to. But when you have eight yeah. people trying to decide for us, it was, uh, <laughs> we get overrun by that. So right. uh, <laughs> we got overruled, <laughs> and there's only so much time. You know, you gotta. Here's here's one of the things. You know, uh, we're we're taking a lot of time with Sicily, but I have to tell you, Sicily. Like Goth said, is the key to it all, uh, and some people absolutely hate that when it comes to Italy. Um, but it is Italy's largest region, and mm-hmm. I just want that to kind of sink in a little bit. Um, we we've looked at regions before, especially in season one, but we didn't do this like wall to wall tour, going from one end to the other. We've dipped in and taken kind of some of the best pieces of a region. You know, think about like when we talked about Tuscany, for example, Umbria. We we talked about some of the best that that region has to offer. But we actually didn't do a, a road trip like we're doing now uh, mm-hmm. or we're about to. And so we've been mocking that out and drawing it. This has been our whiteboard a little bit for the trip coming up, which has been super fun for us. Hopefully everybody else is enjoying that. But this is uh, the largest region, and it is incredibly unique and diverse, mm-hmm. not only because of the geography here with the, the volcano, um, the uh, gosh, the different settlements from Greek to Phoenician to Roman to Arab to Norman. You don't get that all over Italy. It, this is yep. unique in that regard. Yeah, I was just going to say that to you also. I, I just, it's... It's such a melting pot of not now as much as it was in back in the day, right? And you just you mentioned I'm like, wow, any other region is just Etruscan, Roman, you know, you know, well Naples maybe a little different, a little but bit you know, more homogenous. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So that that's what's exciting to me about doing this road trip is because we're going to get to, you know, it's kind of like going into your gelateria and, you, and you're going to actually be able to sample, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, OK, it's now true. give me this combination. OK, now now I'm going to try that one. And, and that's kind of the fun thing uh, about being here. So with that said, um, uh, you know, coming down this coast as we are into Agrigento, the the thing that steps out right, you know, stands out right here is the Greek ruins. Um, this is called the the Valley of Temples, and it's just absolutely world renowned and every bit on par with uh, the Parthenon in Greece and what you find there. You and I have both been over there and and can attest to the quality, even in Tarmina, what you saw, Mm -hmm. which was Greek foundation improved by Romans and overlooking the sea and looking at Mount Etna and just the state that it is, you know, kept in. They're still doing just like the, Mm -hmm. you know, the Colosseum in in Verona. 
They're still doing concerts there. They're still using it uh, for for various things, and it, it it's absolutely just a testament to the how it stands the test of time and the incredible <laughs> architecture. Uh, phenomenal, sure. and that's what we're going to see again in Agrigento. Except that you've got a series. I forget if it's six or seven temples all in a row one overlooking the other in a cascading effect down to the water. It's just mind-blowing. I've already got it picked out where we're going to have aperitivo at sunset. I'm looking forward to that so much. (laughs) I I love to go on these trips. You're not supposed to say. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything. Rubbing it in people's faces. I'm not saying any (laughs) names, but I've already got it picked out, and I'm already. I already know I'm going to use your debit card for it, and so I'm so excited. Oh, by the way, that was canceled. It's it's expired. (laughs) So no, but it's a phenomenal experience. And then once you get to the water, the other thing that stands out is what they have called the Turkish steps, which are Mm. a series of cascading white uh, because of the the kind of rock that we have here in the southeastern side of Sicily. Just this white chalky uh, rock that uh, it's just, again, it's just stunning in its, I don't know, it creates an ambiance here in the south of Sicily that is just unparalleled. There's nowhere else in Italy that you can go for these kinds of experiences. And of course, you've got Sicilian uh, cuisine, uh, mm. you know, to boot and all of that. And you're surrounded on this whole area is surrounded by vineyards. So vineyards, olive trees, the the Greek ruins, the, you know, these what they call the Turkish steppes. The, the Turks really weren't there, but uh, it's all that. And, and here's the mind-boggling thing. As we're driving, and I'll point these out as we go, we, we pass by World War II German uh, domed turrets where mm. they were fending off the Allied invasion. I mean, it's so just <laughs> talk about melting pot and clash of cultures. That's, That's amazing that we swim in here. Yeah. But no one knows. And the funny is you talk about it. I can guarantee unless, you know, people know Sicily and love Sicily and that's where they go when they go to Italy. They're scratching their head and think, why aren't we going there? Beaches, history, you know, UNESCO and uh, just food, you know, it's and, and it's just crazy when you mention it. You know, like you said, most people don't even know the ruins out of there, the, you know, the the architecture there. That's just it, it, it's it should be a destination. You know, even if it's like you said, a week in Sicily, I mean, we're doing it in nine days or whatever. But um, it's it's mind blowing. It is. It really yeah, no, is. Nobody um, goes because Costco's uh, one size package. fits all packages <laughs> don't include Sicily. That's no, why. I mean, you know, un- until people are watching HBO's White Lotus or something, it's really not on their radar except for the you know whatever mafia movie that they happen to to be familiar <laughs> with. Ah, so uh, there's so much more here though. But it's the same thing. We talk about regions. It's you know you can go to you can look at Lazio. They go to Rome. When you go to Veneto, they go to Venice, right? When they go to uh, Florence for Tuscany, it's almost the same thing with Sicily. When people go to Sicily, they think of I'm going to fly into Catania, I'm going to go to Taormina, I'm going to spend my three days, or I'm going to go to Palermo. And that's it. There's so much more to see. But that's where we kind of guide people when they come in and say, all right, let's see, you know, let's get you out of the big city. Let's get you to ch- like check out these other parts of this region. Um, so, uh, and it's beautiful. Thanks. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're coming down this southern coast. We're heading eastward now because we've we've gone counterclockwise around the island and we're coming into our, our home stretch here. But before we do, after we pass through Agrigento, we're in a zone near Vittoria and uh, Camiso where we have the only DOCG uh, wine on the on the island, the Cerasuola. Um, Di Vittoria. It, this is the, it's touted as, you know, one of the best in Italy, but it's our only DOCG that we have. A lot of our DOC wines, uh, which is, uh, you know, just the denomination of level of control that they have, making sure that it's from a certain region, that it has a certain blend and percentages of this, that, and the other, um, and that it meets all of the criteria. Most of our DOCs are either the Nero Diavola, uh, and we're going to get to Avila as mm-hmm. we're coming around the southern bend here, but uh, or up here on Etna, and then out on the western side of the island where we've been, and that could be a number of of different things. Where uh, I mean, we have some great Syrah here in Sicily as well. That's really uh, one of my favorite things to to drink in the winter time mm-hmm. here. But the Nero di Avila, you're going to see a lot, and uh, and then a lot of our Etna wines, our Etna Doc wines, the Nerello Mascalese, Nerello Capuccio, and our what we just call the Etna Doc. And that could be mm-hmm. a red or a white. But all that to say, the DOCG, the highest graded wine in all of Sicily, is right from this area. And so we're going to have a percentage of the Cerasuola grape. We're going to have a percentage of the Frappato. And I am so looking forward to doing some wine tasting on this side of the island. One of my favorite places to go to taste wines here. Nice. Good. I look forward to that. Um, I'm glad that you planned that for us, Brian. I would not think we would go to Sicily without a wine tasting or two. So well, I <laughs> we have will this, report uh, back on that. <laughs> there's probably some bias here, and I'm, I'm like leading us where I want to go. We come but, back, uh, we have okay. 10 wine tours, no cooking classes. What <laughs> the heck was that all about? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian, oh, his pickled liver. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I digress. We we digress. Um, so we're coming down the, the coast here. Uh, we've already passed through Licata, and we've gone through a number of really great, uh, again, these uh, blue flag beaches on the southern coast from Licata down uh, into the Marina di Ragusa and, and all of this. And we passed through the DOCG areas. Well, now we're in this really particular zone where... About 400 years ago, there were uh, a series of earthquakes, and these earthquakes coincided a lot, not specifically, but relatively, to the earthquakes that we had here on Mount Etna. Uh, mm-hmm. We mentioned in our first episode on Sicily about the eruption uh, in Mount Etna, the late 1600s, and also the earthquakes uh, from your your wife's great-great-grandmother there in Mm -hmm. in, uh, Messina and all of that. So this whole eastern seaboard was just thrown into chaos. Well, a lot of these towns had to be rebuilt then, and we're talking four, four and a half, a hundred years ago. And so this was very high Baroque 
time and I'm not an architecture major, so I can't get into a lot of the specifics, but I know that uh, five, six, seven of these towns became UNESCO World Heritage Sites because of the exquisite Baroque architecture there. And so one of the fun things here is this little passeggiata in a really peculiar, uh, you know, Sicilian town that is so particular it's like you're not in Italy anymore, and yet mm -hmm. you're getting an extremely specifically Italian experience at the same time. That's what's nice. so fun about Sicily. What is the passeggiata? A uh, passeggiata. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this. I, I was actually I was looking at this uh, for you know not not too long ago from a couple of different ways to try to understand. Where did this actually come from? And there's some theories on this that it actually came from uh, Catholic uh, traditions where people would wear their best on Sundays. And this was the time to be seen and to see mm -hmm. others and to kind of tout one's affluence in in the in the you know in the in the square or whatever as you're going to to be seen as a religious person and it it had a, a it's a status symbol is what it was and we're talking hundreds of years ago well this is this is morphed into something that's more culturally Italian than it is culturally yes. Catholic and mm -hmm. and so nowadays and this can it's not just on Sunday although Sunday evening passeggiata is still the creme de la creme it's the pinnacle of passeggiatas, but it's the stroll, especially after lunch, because, you know, here on Sunday, everybody's gone to Nona, wherever Nona is, maybe she's living mm -hmm. in your house, maybe she has a separate house, everybody goes to wherever Nona is, Nona's been making the sauce since Friday, and, you know, it's been cooking in it, everybody's been smelling it the whole weekend, and they're hungry, and so maybe they go to mass and whatever, and then they go right over to Nona's house, and so they they get up from their food coma in you know three four or five in the afternoon and they're going to head out and do a little bit of shopping because it's great to have your Gucci bag you know on your arm as you're walking your little poodle dog or whatever and it, it's status symbol and it's it's to to see others and to be seen by others but you know for kids it means a gelato. For I think for the wives, it, it means to go shopping. For the dads, it means to see everybody else. Um, you know, there's a lot of little cultural things going on here. But yeah, it's a big deal. So I look at, I, when you say that, um, I always look at that scene from The Godfather when Michael is courting the uh, daughter of the right. guy who owns the bar. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. They're, and they're walking on that Sunday afternoon, right? And they're and all walking the whole family. Everybody's behind, everyone's behind them. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same everybody's thing, but it's almost, it's almost right. the same thing, right? That, yeah. That's the yeah, scene yeah. I see when you say that. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. We'll we'll be in Ragusa uh, here for that Sunday evening. Really excited about that. Ragusa is a fun little town. Uh, they've, they've actually got, and I, I don't always recommend these, but they do have a fun little train <laughs> that you sit on and it runs you around, you know, it takes maybe 30 minutes and you're done, but it's, it's a, such it's a child great, at heart. That's so funny. It's a great, it's a little, as I get older, choo -choo hat on and <laughs> <laughs> as I get older, it's like, Oh, huh, that's not so bad. I get to sit down in a golf cart and be catered to and run around and somebody explaining what it's only for, it's only for eight and eight and under, but we understand, Brian, go ahead. <laughs> 80 and older is what I heard. So <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. No, choo -choo. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> so that that's actually fun. I, I do the same thing in Chefalu. I mean, my my family, my beast Noni are from there. I know the town inside and out, but I still love to to go on the golf cart tour. It takes 30, 45 minutes. Well worth your time and money and the explanation oh. and just chatting with the the locals there uh, as as we go around. So anyway, um, this this whole area, we're going to get to a couple of I just want to mention a couple things that each town has to. Well, I'm just going to mention two towns. I, I don't want to go too long here. Um, but Ragusa has excellent mozzarella. And so we actually have our own bufala di mozzarella uh, here in Sicily. Um, and for Sicilians that are very discerning about their mozzarella, because <laughs> the Sicilians will tell stories about the, uh, the, the people from Campania and the Napolitani, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially, and you know, they'll say, well, they're all mafia up there. And so they're, they're burying, urani- Sicily. They're yeah, burying yeah. uranium out in the fields and that's what the cows are eating. And so, you know, oh you're going to die of cancer if you eat, uh, mozzarella. <laughs> from, and some from of that Campania. may actually be true. I don't know. But <laughs> here I am in Sicily, so I'm going to believe it. That's why um, I go to Publix and get my buffalo mozzarella. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Publix, and it says D-O-P on it, so I know it's yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs> it's been in the refrigerator for about two months. Um, exactly. So, it's amazing anyway. how long it lasts. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All those preservatives. Um, it's amazing. But we, have, we do have really good uh, buffalo mozzarella here and then it, one little sister town it takes about 15 20 minutes to get there in modica has two mm. of my favorite things one of them is chocolate so i have to tell a little story about chocolate here in sicily so once upon a time i i forget 130 150 years ago uh this was bef- right before the the monarchy had changed over and and you know Garibaldi was about to come through with his red coats and all of this kind of thing all that's going to change right um, but this, so this was kind of the end of an era there was a relationship um, like a diplomatic rapport between the king of Mexico and the king here in Italy and we inherited some things from Mexico that are not indigenous here. So one of them is the cactus. And so as we're driving around here in Sicily, ah. you're going to see a bunch of cactus with the little uh, red or orange or yellow bulb, the flower on top. Um, and that bud, that bulb uh, is eaten here. And we actually, in my town of Paso, we have a, uh, a sagra, a festival, mm-hmm. a tasting festival of different things made from that little bulb, uh, the fruit of that cactus. And it's called Fiki di India, which is like the fig Indian Mm -hmm. figs is basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I guess they're associating something spicier or prickly, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, it's super, uh, not indigenous and really particular to Sicily at the same time. And, you know, again, going back to that, that quote by Goth about how Sicily is the best of Italy, the worst of Italy. You can't understand the rest without understanding here. It's just, it's like looking at Italy through a kaleidoscope and you're getting it all mixed in at the same time. So it's uniquely Italian and yet kind of far and away from the rest of Italy all the way down here. Uh, The other thing that we have, and especially in this town of Modica, is chocolate. And that's something that we got from the Mexican 
cultural exchange, they don't melt down their chocolate all the way. And so the, the sugar remains in a crystal form, crystallized. Mm. And so you, you get this kind of crunchy, like uh, what would we call it in? Um, Nestle's. <laughs> no, uh, there's a Mexican style chocolate. The the name doesn't come to mind. Excuse uh, But uh, Aztec t- kind of chocolate, you know, it's, it's got these crystal sugar crystals in it. Um, and another thing from Modica is my favorite coffee here in Sicily, uh, which is Moak, M-O-A-K. Mm-hmm. And that's actually an Arab rendering of the town's ancient name from Modica. So you get these really, you got Mexican influence, Arab influence. We, we've got chocolate, you know, that doesn't really belong here. It's not Italian at all. But you get, you get all really, really of good. that flavor from visiting these little towns. And it just makes it so worth it. So let me ask you something quick, quick. And it's a serious question. So we get this relationship with Mexico and we bring back a cactus. Why not the agave <laughs> plant? <laughs> yeah, to make tequila. I don't right. get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we actually have an amaro here that's ah. from the, the Fiki de India, yeah, which is fantastic. We do pastas with it, uh, liqueurs. We do uh, lots of different things from that fruit part. Yeah, we, we do not do... Yeah, I could do a Sicilian mezcal. Now that yeah, be that awesome. would be interesting to me. Exactly. We could have brought that plant back. But I no, love that. Yeah. <laughs> but Here's no. A cactus. Try to carry that on the boat. <laughs> and they're laughing all the way. Yeah, ha ha ha. Took the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take the tomatoes yet, but they'll take them. <laughs> they oh my do. gosh. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, we're we're coming into some fun little region, you know, this area here uh of the southern tip. And this is, you know, we're we're at now the southernmost part of Italy and and it, it, you can feel it. It's just palpable. You you've got the cross section here where we have Pacino and we've talked about the tomatoes mm. since you mentioned that from this area. Are we getting those though? You're talking about them. I don't don't be we're not <laughs> teasing by you've talked about him for two Wave years on this podcast <laughs> look at all the groves well, of the tomatoes i want to know and, if we're having them and what's so fun is oh, i mean here we go. you know pacino is is tied in it's on this little southern tip and you've got two different seas mm. and on the tip of the southernmost island you know here um, in, in Italy. And it's just so particular. So it's, it's just hard to describe. You're going to see it. And what I'd love to do is have a podcast episode, uh, live in person when you guys are down here and we just, we, we kind of mull over a few of our, uh, ex- experiences, the excursions that we did, some things that were particular. And I, hopefully some of this will come back to mind and we'll get to pick up and go, okay, now I'm going to put a story with that information that we talked about uh, just a little while ago. So all that to say, there's just one more stop and we'll be finished with this last episode. And that's uh, to mention Syracuse. Um, uh, you know, I've mentioned before we had, the, you know, Catania has all this lava, it's black. And so my kids would reference it as the black city. You had the messy city, which was Palermo. Syracuse is the white city. And it's just this gorgeous, uh, shiny white rock marble that a lot of the city center, the historic center. And when we're talking about Syracuse, we have to distinguish there's a, a, a separate little island Ortigia, which is at the tip of Syracuse. And this is the historic ancient 
part of the uh, of the city. And so when we're talking about Syracuse, we're talking about this little island. So when we go there, what we'll do is we're actually going to go over the bridges and we're going to park on the separate island of Ortigia. And then we're going to do our little walking tour there. Um, it, it's ancient. There's Greek, Roman, all of that. Uh, this is historically, if, if you know, if you're a, a fan of the, of the Bible and the journeys of the Apostle Paul, he stopped mm. there after being shipwrecked in Malta on his way up to Rome. Uh, there, there's a lot of history, and it's really we, we could go into Greek philosophers who were there, mathematicians who were there. This was part of the larger um, Magna Greca. And so, mm-hmm. and then, you know, uh, just a really prominent city on its own right. So much to say, but one of the things I love to do there, and hopefully we'll be there at the time of day that we can do this is fried fish, uh, especially on a, on a Seafood's Sunday. got to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's where we'll end for today. I think we've said enough and wet everyone's appetite for, I know mine is, and I live here. I'm like, hey, can I still make it down there? What time is it now? Yeah, yeah here we are. But this is Sicily. No, that was good. That was good. I'm excited. It's, I'm excited because it's so diverse. I mean, it's like opening a present every day when you're there, it looks like to me, right? What am I going to see? What am I going to get? What am I going to taste? Um, I'm excited to meet new partners. Um, and of course, you know, and be with you too. Um, but that being said, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's a good wrap up today. I think there's a lot of information to digest. Yeah. And hopefully on the back end, if we can do a podcast, which means I'm going to be dragging my mic with me. Um, I do. I only do carry on. So this mic's going to be stuffed somewhere. I don't know where. Um, so we're going to be uh, hopefully do a podcast. If we can get good Wi-Fi. I think that'd be a great idea to do kind of a, a quick, hey, here we are, wrap up. That'd be cool. I like the idea. That'd be really fun. So, yeah, I mean, just to talk a little bit um, here as we're as we're wrapping up this episode of where we're going next, I, I'd love to do some live stuff, uh, at least one or two more episodes, and then we'll wrap up season two. So, you know, if if again, this is your first experience with the Bella Italy podcast, what we've done uh, in season one, we started in Rome, we went north, we did a tour of the north. And then season two, we started uh, in Naples and we took a tour of the South and how we're, we're finishing up this season. Where are we going next season? Season three. What do we do? Uh, I mean, we're getting a <laughs> lot of input from our fans. So I think we're going <laughs> to, I think, I think Brian and I are discussing this. I think we're going to go a little more deeper. Um, we're going to go into maybe some, you know, things that are more cultural you know, some storytelling behind the cultural things, whether it's drinks and food. We're going to have guests, some of our partners. It'll be- That's going to um, be a fun thing. It's some new voices. Not that anybody's sick about hearing us, but- oh, People fall asleep be... to us every night, Brian. Um. <laughs> it's going to be great to get some new, some new voices, some partners, and also from the Bella Italy team. Yes. Uh, being able to to give some voice and input and stories uh, here, I think that's an exciting thing coming up for this next yeah. season. Uh, I, I think people want to hear, and you know, please uh, feel free to send us a, an email at podcast at italywithbella.com if you disagree or if you agree. It'd be great to hear your voice, but people want to hear a little bit more from inside the machine. I mean, talking mm-hmm. to partners, how are things really done? What's really going on in Italy? What's the insider information that really people don't know unless you ask an Italian who lives there and works in that 
restaurant or that hotel or that city or that, you know, whatever that tour. Um, a, a lot, a lot of that is, you know, I, I won't call it, you know, privilege or access only information, but this is stuff that you typically don't see on your average top 10 to things to do in Florence blog, right? Yes. This is more, it is more insider. It, it is more privileged or, you know, information that just not everybody has access to, right? Yeah, I agree. And the other thing is, is we're going to talk to people and we think we know an expert. So when we talk to our friend Raphael, who's from Amalfi, from Sorrento, he's going to give even more insight to us. We're going to learn from him and we're going to have questions that, hey, we always do these four or five things. What else do you recommend? What are you seeing? And he'll actually reiterate what we're seeing about, about Italy, you know, what we're seeing about Amalfi, what's the best time to go. So it's not just coming from us. It's coming from someone from its local and uh, to have a, just to have that dialogue and to hear their from their vantage point because, you know, they're the ones that are with customers every day. Right. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, And it doesn't it doesn't matter how many times you've been to Italy. Italy is changing. I, I saw an article just recently from Elon Musk talking about the demographics here in Italy. And he, he's, he said Italy is disappearing. And this was mm. on a lot of the Italian journals over here. Demographically, uh, we just did a series from Italy with Bella. If you go to our Italy with Bella website, sign up for the newsletter, you're going to get some of this kind of in, insider information, if we can call it that. I don't really like that term, but that's yeah, basically yeah. what it is. And we're talking about inside of the restaurant industry and, and why is it so tough to actually get an authentic, traditional Italian True. meal over here and how to find that and what to look for. That kind of thing is becoming more difficult to do. And so that means that it, no matter how many times you've been here, you've got to stay on top of your game because uh, it, it, Italy is a moving target nowadays. And to find where to go, where to have that authentic experience, the real Italy that I think I know I want and I think that our, our followers want as well, uh, we've got to stay sharp and stay connected, if I can say that, to our partners over here to stay in the know. But that's part of the fun and why we do it. That's true. I mean, we have restaurants that we went to two years ago, three years ago, and they're changing. Because whether it's taxes and they can't, they need to turn tables, which they never did in the past, taking credit cards for, you know, reservations. There's a lot of things changing or just, the, you know, I'm not going to say the quality. I think they stay strong to that. But it's just what they do different from a traditional, what we know as a traditional Italian restaurant. You know, so I agree. And I, I'm looking forward to that in season three, being able to talk about some topics, because up until now, it's been more focused on a city or a region. Mm -hmm. But now we're kind of, OK, we've done our tour now let's mm -hmm. get into some of the nitty gritty and that's going to be exactly. some of the fun things to look forward to in season three. But in the meantime, um, hey, if you're thinking about going to Italy, don't go to Italy without Bella. <laughs> so go ahead on over right now to italywithbella.com. Sign up for your free consultation. No strings attached. Uh, we don't play the uh, the hidden, uh, you know, marble under the shell game. You know, this is this is just what it is. It's a consultation. For people that are passionate about Italy, with people that are passionate about Italy, and hopefully you'll end up going to Italy with Bella and having a fabulous time like so many people before you. So all that to say, stay connected, follow us on uh, social media, Italy with Bella. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, just about anywhere, uh, but head on over to the site and you can find all of those things. Hopefully this has been helpful to you and Anthony. I am looking forward to seeing you, your lovely wife, and your niece over here in uh, just another week or two. So exciting. 
Very excited. Uh, look forward to leaving on Tuesday and seeing you a couple of days later. And we're going to have a blast and uh, working hard, but ha- enjoying our Italy. So, uh, Brian, have a great weekend, and we will talk on the other side. All right. See you soon. Ciao. Ciao.